another episode of 40-ish. Today, on episode 17, we are going to discuss teachers of Waverly High School. Now, this is going to be circa 90, 91 through 93, 94, and push a little bit for for John here into the 94, 95 uh, year range. A lot of discussion around those who inspired us, maybe some funny stories, and maybe some words of warning for anyone who may still have these teachers, should they still be there. So, uh, <laughs> I, I can almost guarantee that most of these teachers are probably retired by now. Probably. Or I would I would hope. I mean, because that, that was still when teachers were, I would say, somewhat um, respected and could actually make a decent living. So right. they were able to retire, like, at, a, at an early Shortly age. after we got out of there. <laughs> right. They're like, we're done. Yeah, we're out. Agreed. So joining us on the podcast for this episode, uh, we have Mr. Lance Aber. Hello. Mr. John Moody. Hello. And returning to much fanfare from last episode, uh, Mr. Andrew Burrow. Howdy from Colorado, everyone. Mazel He was not eaten by wolves. Yeah, fanfare, huh? <laughs> it was a near thing. Yeah, I know. I feel like the wolves conversation. Yeah, followers. We'll have to have one episode that's just entitled "That Weekend at Wittenberg," and, uh, and <laughs> I mean that's a. Uh, I mean, Moody's only heard well, we need stories. To get, yeah, we need to get Conrad right on that for yeah. that one. Yeah. Yep. Shake it all. <laughs> so uh, let's kick this thing off. We we all had similar paths through Waverly uh, some some differences for those of us who are smart and those of us who are me um, let's start with uh, let's go around the horn and we'll start with you Mr. Moody as for a teacher when you think of Waverly High School this teacher immediately pops into your head as inspirational or you spent a lot of time with them I'll let you uh, kick us off if you would please uh, I mean mine's skewed because I was the musician in the thing I would say at that point it was Mrs. O'Brien who then my sophomore year uh, was remarried and became Mrs. Veely. That's why I find a Mrs. Exactly. O'Brien. Yep, she was okay. the uh, she was the orchestra director. I mean, but mainly, um, more than anything else, for me, like, like in eighth grade, I was ready to uh, quit orchestra because I just thought it was stupid. And also, as you guys know, um, you had to take freshman gym class, which was also the same hour as band and orchestra. So what a lot of people would do is they would take um, – we could get a waiver from the superintendent, which now seems like a hugely ornate thing to do just for a gym class. But uh, so you could do that so you wouldn't have to take it your freshman year. You could just do it the next year as like a sophomore or something, which I didn't really have any uh, desire to do on that. So I was just ready to quit, and it took uh, Miss O'Brien to actually say, uh, you know, give me – Give me a give me a year, and I'll convince you to do this. And my mom even said she's like, you know what? This is the one time I'll do uh, I'll rescind that whole. If you make a commitment, you follow through it. She's like, if you don't like it after two weeks, you you can switch. And that's really interesting because both your your mom and, and your stepdad were accomplished musicians and accomplished music instructors and and educators. Yeah, that yeah they were the. Yeah, they were the entire music department at Bath Community Schools. I mean, I feel like that was a lot of leniency coming from them. So, yeah, Mrs. O'Brien, my only experience with her was, I don't know how often we all rehearsed together. 
I think it was either I think it was one day a week, maybe two after marching band. Maybe two. I mean, the what was the biggest experience I had in there? One was dealing with Lee Jones, and by dealing with, I'm in antics. Um, but the biggest thing I remember is recording that, or practice. I should say not recording, practicing for that 1992 Christmas album. Oh yeah. And I found that the other day. Practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing, and I had the little at the end of sleigh ride as a trombone player and being sick on the day that you recorded it and never getting to be part of that experience. That would have been the only time that I would have had been professionally recorded in any way, shape or form. So very interesting. Nice. It, you know, the, the interesting thing about that too, is the, uh, the horse part for the end of sleigh ride is actually supposed to be a trumpet. Yeah. We didn't have any accomplished trumpet players. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We had me included. I mean, it's, it's a tough, a tough thing to pull off. You, you know, and for a high school kid to be to do that, I mean, that that is that that is a lot of pressure. Yeah, I and make it. Well, I wasn't, sound I wasn't even in orchestra, so I did. It was okay with me. <laughs> That's true too. It was just a lot yeah. of extra work, Lance. It was a lot of extra yeah. work. So as I mean, a, a complete non-musician, like how often did you guys go to? You had it was like a elective period, right? No, no, no. It was first hour. Was uh, it an elective? It was an elective class, but when you're you're in it to win it, it wasn't an elective. It was a you typically planned the basis of your year around whether or not you could occupy your first hour with that, and yep. and know that all the outside commitments associated with band or orchestra or choir for that. Well, I don't know about choir. I don't. I don't know. Well, I mean, but yeah. like so, Ben was in Reflections, that was pretty big commitment. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when you're yep. in so for those who don't know, Reflections was the uh absolute top end, well revered it was the uh, vocal. Yeah, I mean they were phenomenal. Sure. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um but I mean the commitment that you had for even for marching band was you were coming in early every day, you gave yep. up your Wednesday nights, every home football game, occasional parades. And then for those of us who are gluttons for punishment, also stacked jazz band on top of that, which was yep. a extracurricular outside of school thing. Usually was, was it zero hour? Did we have something called zero hour or did we just come in early? I think, um, I think when I first did it, my junior year, senior, we at that, at that point it got moved to after school. Did it really? Yeah, I think uh, ever, I, I, I thought, most I think it's one of those that came down to, that. Whoever, um, one of those things at the beginning of the year, who can make it to zero hour, you know, people raise their hands. Who can make it to after school, some raise their hands. They just went with which one went better. Yeah, majority, yeah. Gotcha. Yep. All right, so so Mrs. O'Brien slash Mrs. Feely? Or Mrs. Feely, Feely yep. Mrs. Feely. Mm -hmm. um, it was your pick for your um, most inspirational teacher that basically kept you in music and has now carried on throughout the balance of your life so well done kudos mm -hmm. uh mr burrow how about you i mean one teacher you get one that's the yeah. ultimate representation of your high school positivity gosh i was paring it down to three but um yeah i really enjoyed and had a lot of fun with mrs kessel's uh senior ap english class and and the the partly just the energy she brought to it the excitement to teach and think looking back like she had like she just invited the whole 
class, I think all of her classes to her house, like toward the end of the year and just had a house party for all the students in this day and age. Like I almost can't imagine that. They, they would never do it. They would never yeah. do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, just, she pushed me to, to write poetry, which I'd never really been interested in. She pushed me to, um, and, and just the class was, I, I sat next to Eric Frederick and we just, uh, you know, just did a bunch of weird, crazy conversations. And that was also the first hour. I think we were still kind of half awake and you were kind of more open to being uh, unusual and creative at that time. I don't even think, I'm looking through the year, our freshman year yearbook. I don't know if Kessel had a different name at the time or if she wasn't there. So I'm not I don't sure. I think so. Because I remember her. At least she's not listed anyway. Interesting. Yeah, she's well, in my, I've got her mind 93, 94 once, but. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got, I wouldn't have figured you for that one. So that's cool. Very cool. Uh, Lance, how about you? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it was an inspiration, but uh, when I think of the high school, was, this was a big teacher I pretty much, you know, <laughs> spent, I think it was the only teacher I spent every every year with, except for Dave Bush. But um, I got a good idea on this one, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, Dave Holberg. Yep. <laughs> I, um, yeah, it, 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 when I say not inspirational, I mean, I'm sure he would have been inspirational to me if I really gave it. David two shits about uh, mathematics, but he, um, I had, uh, I had him, I had him every, every year of my high school, um, career. Plus my brother also had him every year of his high school career. So between, you know, between the, what was it, it would have been 86 to 86 to 94, he had eight years of the a bear brothers. And so, um, it was a, a uh, get for eight years so um but uh so is it was it because you couldn't pass lance uh, we uh we've lost lance i don't know if uh, and i just uh i realized that i was muted so i don't know what uh, what all you guys got but uh nicely done um, yeah he was that, a that's why he stayed in that math class yeah <laughs> So, um, but yeah, he, you know, he had, he had us you know, all for eight years. And so, um, but yeah. Cool. I never had Hallberg. I only heard stories of Hallberg. Um, they were, they were true. Yeah. They, they were true. <laughs> yes. And I, I lived them <laughs> like all the, yeah, it was, it was funny. Cause it's like, you know, having all the, having all the cheerleaders sitting right across the street or right across the, the room from his desk. When I think of the high, when I think of Waverly high school, I mean, I just think of that, you know, that right. teacher, like he, um, he was, I mean, he was a fun teacher to have. And, you know, like I said, I didn't give two shits about, uh, <laughs> about math, but he was, uh, he was a great teacher. So, so I think he, I think he just recently passed. So, oh, did he oh. really? I think so. I um, uh, I struggle with this one. Um, I <laughs> I have vivid memories of a couple of teachers. Um, 
then now that I look at their faces, it's pretty interesting. I mean, most memorable to me, I don't know if it was inspirational. I mean, I also was a musician all four years, so I don't know if Dave Bush was inspirational nonetheless, but he, I mean, we spent a lot of time together. We did a lot of things, but, uh, and Burrow might laugh at this. I, I think it was Mrs. Sullivan. I do. Uh, freshman year. I liked her. I mean, was it at an advanced English class? I don't even know what you called them at those times, but it was definitely a... I think she taught the advanced English class in ninth grade, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember really having to be on it in terms of written communication. And and we discussed, you know, we discussed poetry, we discussed Shakespeare. We, I think she also later taught what, what I remember to be great books. Do you remember that class? Or, uh-huh. or, you know, really fine literature class. Um, I have a lot of... Was it a class or a club? I thought it was more like a club. I think it was a class. I think you could take it was as it? Okay. a class. Um, when okay. we were younger, I feel like it was a club, but I think it was a class. I think that's where we read... Okay. I feel like that was King Lear. I think Gatsby. Like, kind of like that, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> no, because even in freshman year, bro, did we read uh, Animal Farm... Uh, we gotta yeah, get... I think so. We read Watership Down. I remember Watership trying to read down. like two-thirds of Crime and Punishment the night before the test <laughs> on falling asleep constantly. And you guys know, like, I love to read. Like, right. I, I was I was a uh, hardcore reader, but, man, that was a tough book to get through. That makes me want to ask. There was a bunch of those, I remember. Like, yeah. an AP English was it um, Invisible Man. Yeah, that was a sign. You, you guys are putting books out there. I did not yeah. remember at all. That, yeah, that was, well, that's signed summer reading reading for the smart people, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> that got out of Hallberg's math class. Yeah. Well, Moody, were you in AP English? Sure was. And Burrow, you were you were in AP English. Lance, I was not in AP English. Nope. Uh, with you. Okay. Um, uh, but like the freshman year, was well, I wasn't in AP, AP anything. So <laughs> I don't think I didn't take any AP classes either. I don't know if I regret that now or not, but uh, I, I do remember Watership Down, and uh, I don't think we read 1984, but there was a lot of Orwell, Orwellian conversation around trying to take my 13 or 12 year old self as a freshman and understanding the political aspirations and influence on this book. That now I was like. <laughs> I still don't know what that's talked about. I mean, you were a twelve-year-old freshman. We used to. What's that? You were yeah. a twelve-year-old freshman. I was twelve, and I turned thirteen as a freshman. So, yeah, I was. Uh, I graduated at seventeen. Oh, I was giving you that. Was... Jason couldn't check himself out of a school, could he? Never, never. Never. Lord was never formally an adult. Uh, in high you graduated school. when you were seventeen. You were a freshman at twelve. Yep. Yeah, that'd be it. Okay, I've taken a Hallberg class, but how does that math add up? Is it four years and you're five years older? Well, uh, I turned... Uh, he turned 13 in a month into his freshman year, smartass. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 14 as a sophomore, like, 15 and 16. God, I was, God, I was old. So yeah, he turned. I turned, I turned, I turned sixteen when I was a freshman. Sorry, I turned yeah, seventeen. Explains a whole a lot. Senior. Explains Jesus. a lot. That's why I got my car yeah. so late. I couldn't drive. Legally, yeah. So. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, I digress. In terms of, did you? Did any of you guys after high school have any pseudo um, consistent communication with any of the teachers? 
that you had experiences with at all? Aside from just general like run-ins, right? At, like you know, the grocery store or like a lot of art um, teachers also uh, taught over at LCC mm-hmm. for a bit. I mean, there's some of that, but otherwise, not really. I I ran into a, a Frau Swearinga who was my German teacher. <laughs> all four years, and she got married and changed her name, but I. It was only the last year I had her, and so that her I could not tell you her married name to this day. She We're did. friends on Facebook. I can find her. Moody probably could. <laughs> okay, that's not creepy. I think it's Kaufner. Like I said, we're fr- yeah, uh, Kaufner. Kaufner. Yeah. See, yeah, and I never took German, but I've got my Swaringa story. <laughs> Which <laughs> class was that? Britlit. Britlit. British literature. Which is funny because I took. Nothing away from that class that's memorable as much as that one assignment. Um, trying to remember the name. So the the next topic I want, um, memorable classroom experiences or teachers for that reason. I'm trying to remember. Like I got my Mr. Giganti story. I got all the Dave Vogel. I got the Vogel. I got the Prailer stories. Um, Ludwig. Ludwig Smith. Who is Smith? Those are all teachers I never had. Who is Mr. Our freshman year, we had that gigantic social studies class. Half of the, they opened up that huge divider, and it was mm-hmm. Mr. Smith on the one side. And Johnson, wasn't it? Wasn't Johnson the other one? Let me let me look. Let me. Uh, I thought Johnson was the other one. I I I don't. He is more. I think he's more government. Yeah, he was a history teacher. He was a nice guy. I I I'll have to look. Um, yeah, but it was uh, it was definitely Smith, social sciences. Let me find another social science teacher. But I remember it wasn't Mr. Parr because he was older. I I just remember being in class with a million kids. I sat near Libby Wickham and Nikki Volella, hmm. and we took the that aptitude test it was called the sat at the time but it wasn't the actual sat where it was supposed to help you assess your interest and skill sets based on and what you're supposed to be scholastic aptitude test i think is what it was called wasn't it i think so i was i found out based on that test that i was either supposed to be a doctor or a mortician (laughs) Expand the gap there of, of uh, the uh, life continuum there. It wasn't Mr. Bright. Who was it? Oh, it's going to bug me. I remember sitting in that class too. I had uh, was it Bob McKnight? Like minutes of reading. And then Myron was sitting like one row over and uh, uh, to my right. Yep. So I was, uh, um, he was interesting to watch for 10 minutes when we're supposed to be reading because he could not sit still. Yeah. That's a, was it, uh, it wasn't Bob McKnight, was it? It wasn't. I had Mr. McKnight. I had coached McKnight for another, I think a sophomore or junior government class, maybe. Yeah. You and I were in there. Yeah. Where Robert, everybody went to, everyone went to Washington DC, but you and I, bro, I don't think we went. <laughs> And I think he probably still has my fishing hat in his drawer. Oh my God, that's right. He did take your fishing hat. What did he had a classroom policy where if you wore a hat into his class, he would take it and put it in his desk drawer. And he, I forgot. And uh, he, I, I don't know, for like a month, I was wearing this fisherman's hat. 
and he took it and like I his he said you know I'll keep it for a week and then he can, and so I asked him about it a week later and he's like I don't know <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about it's not he's here. like you son of a bitch he probably sold it or he keeps it in a special, <laughs> special drawer at home he had a habit of sitting on oh, his desk while he was lecturing yeah that desk um, that desk that that's the real MVP right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um but i i will <laughs> uh mr gigante chemistry teacher science teacher we all had to yep. go downstairs into the science rooms i was in a class with jay whiting not jay song but his older brother the wrestler uh i was in the class with i believe it was tucker and brian underhill and I just remember that Mr. Gigante had a uh, gigantic horse syringe, like one of those oversized, like two gallon plunger. And what would happen is it, it was, what was it, the gauge on that. Uh, I, so I feel like that gauge would be two <laughs> I mean, <it> would, <laughs> just short of like fire hose. And I, to my memory, the rule was, if you fell asleep in his class, he would first take a picture, and I believe at the time it was a Polaroid, to send to your parents, and then he would pick you off from his desk, full-blow water. And I just remember being in that class one time, and he's lecturing, and we're taking notes and getting ready to do some chemistry experiments. It, it was a fun class, now that I look back on it. And the right, next right. thing I know, I'm hearing this snoring. And I look over and it's Underhill. He's gone. Just gone. And Gigante's still teaching and he looks at the whole class and puts his finger to his lips and uh, keeps talking and pulls out the camera, gets a shot, turns on the sink because all those science rooms had desks with sinks in them, right? Loaded oh, that yeah. thing up and without missing a beat, just absolutely at the waterboarded underhill from a distance <laughs> and it was so violent that it got all of us in the area wet uh, oh yeah yeah you were in the blast radius for sure it was kind of like being at a gallagher show i mean it was, right. it was pretty it was pretty intense oh my gosh oh my gosh um do you guys remember a math teacher by the name of mr pike yeah I don't know him either. Sounds familiar, but I didn't have him, I don't think. Like there was yeah, a giant there's like almost like this giant chunk of the school. Like I always walked around and I knew that there were classes there, but I right. never was in any of them over there. I'm trying to remember who so I only had my freshman and senior yearbooks. I don't remember who I had for math as a freshman. Maybe um, it was Drackman. It might have been Drackman. I had Drackman for it would have been junior year because Andy uh, Andy Tucker was in in that class with me. Yeah, it's funny. I look at his picture here in this ninety. Oh, and there's Mrs. Uh, Senna. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'm looking at these pictures and I'm like, they were younger than we are now. I bet you anything. More than likely. Oh, here it is, uh, Mr. Smith and Mr. Fort. Oh, Forte, Forte. Well, I, it's written Forte. I don't know. I was trying to remember. I, I visualized what he looked like, but I thought it started with a V. No, Mr. Fort. He's listed as a yep. business teacher. 
Probably because yep. he taught the class he wanted to teach, and the throw-in was freshman social studies. Right. right. Yeah, I think he had the keyboarding. Right. and I do remember that class classes. now. He had a keyboard. Yeah, keyboard. <laughs> so did somebody else. So Prayler. Prayler taught keyboarding too, I think. I'm trying to remember who I had for keyboarding. You really teach yeah. keyboarding? <laughs> Dude, there's that's, a book. Here's a book. You can type it. The only way I learned how to type. Yeah. I didn't learn how to type. I kept looking at uh, at uh, David Berdini trying to hawk stolen car radios in that class. Nice. I, uh, I remember my you know, my keyboarding class. I was I was so far. I, I typed up the book, you know, what, you know, because I got through the book like in a in uh, a couple weeks, and you know, I'm sitting there going, you know, asking the teacher, and I think I want to say it was Forte at that time. I was like, well, what do I do? And he's like, just you can type whatever you want. So I'm sitting there typing the answers to the questions in the book, back of the book, and. <laughs> It's, I'm like, what do I do? It's I, I, I've done I've done everything for the entire the entire semester in, in about three weeks. So, <clears throat> and Lance, you graduated, right? I did. <laughs> not not by much, but I did. I actually. Hey, found, any, I was definitely not the smartest of all, y'all. I look at our top ten, <clears throat> Burl, and. Uh, uh, it, it's pretty obvious who those were going to be from the from the get go. Like you knew, you just knew. Yeah, yeah, knew. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, so well, to say that he was to say that he was smart enough to hang out with us guys, and he was. <laughs> oh, bro, were you slumming it all those pretty, years? Pretty strong. Pretty strong, pretty strong character. <laughs> was there was there well, like a bet amongst week, the though. valedictorian groupies that were like, find <laughs> a group of morons. <laughs> make, I mean, really, what he needed their their was a service project. He needed a service project for honor society, <laughs> and that's what he did. Some people get the Eagle Scout patch. Other people get to graduate in the top ten. <laughs> Like I said last week, like I, I I started soccer before I started school since I changed districts, but I was not uh, fit in with the soccer players per se. And I don't looking at the top ten, I wasn't like even all that friendly with most of those people. Some of them, I, mean, I wasn't enemies with them, but yeah, I wasn't. I mean, that's I could probably look through that yearbook and could pick out maybe a handful of people that I actually would say I hung out with. I think most of the time, especially in high school, it was just more about just killing the time to get out. I didn't feel that way. I think only because I didn't have a uh, a direction or a purpose. And that's actually something <laughs> I want to bring up to you guys as part of this topic. Um, you you look through some of these teachers and you come across people that are labeled as counselors. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Erickson, which is a name I Here's remember. Mine. Um, All right. But do you remember at any point in your high school career going to a counselor's office <clears throat> to discuss college? Kind of. Yes. I do. I remember <clears throat> once maybe finding out that you had to submit an application pay some sort of fee, which at the time was probably like 20 bucks or 20, but it, you know, I had to write yeah, I know, right? um, a lot different than now. Um, but I don't remember, I, I'd be curious if anybody had any, has any counselor memories of, of any kind of experience I mean, like that. 
Not really. I mean, because, you know, the the funny thing, because I was actually just mentioning this to somebody today, too, is that, you know, really, I didn't have like like the same thing. The only the only purpose I had in high school was just to get my shit done and get out. That was it. You were not a fan. I was not a fan. I was not a fan of public schooling for a long time. So, yeah, I was just trying to get in and out as quick as possible. And then I think talking with the counselor about that stuff was more of just, oh, yeah, I guess I should go to college. They're like, what are you going to go in for? And I was like, I don't know. Right. So I was like, maybe I'll go in for music. And, you know, my parents, both music educators are like, you want to just work at Starbucks the rest of your life? Go into art instead, which seemed to be even more ironic. (laughs) So I had uh, my counselor and she... I can remember, I can picture where her office is, like up the stairs, up the stairs by the, the school uh, office and then the hallway yep. to the left of that. And I, I probably went in to talk to her about like class selection, not even class selection, class scheduling, maybe. I think, yeah. I don't know. But then I had to like ask her for letter, a uh, letter of recommendation or college applications, or maybe even just like send my transcripts or something. There was some formal step of the college application process that I went and talked to her, but I could not remember a conversation, a word that I had with her about anything. Who, who was your counselor again? Leslie Johnson. And she, so when we were freshmen, I remember the name, I, Mrs. Horvath, uh, Mr. Post, um, but I think that's yeah. who I had. I don't, I think it was a woman. It might have been the same one, bro. I just don't remember. It wasn't impactful enough because I was really lost. Like you right. probably applied to multiple schools, right? And was that guidance from your counselor or was it guidance from your parents? More from my parents. Yeah. I, I mean, I applied to three schools, uh, three, four. Um, yeah. And did, uh, but it was mostly with my parents. <clears throat> Yeah, I had um, I had uh, Erickson as my uh, counselor, and <clears throat> I knew him too because he went to he went to our church, so I kind of I kind of knew him from a <clears throat> from outside of school. So <clears throat> um, our relationship was a little bit uh, a little bit closer than you know probably most students and counselors. But he, um, <clears throat> I don't I don't necessarily recall him you know talking specifically to me about college, but. I I think that the, I only I only applied to that one school that I ended up going to, and um, you know obviously I think he was you know I think he was helpful in that in that process, but I don't recall him speaking to me specifically about it. Right. <clears throat> like you know oh you need to make this I mean because I think I think when I was maybe a sophomore or early junior year I think I I was pretty pretty solid and what it is that I wanted to go into and um you know from uh you know out of, out of high school so so I you know and I so I pretty much you know spent the rest of my high school just building up a portfolio because you know what I was going into is more of an artistic kind of like what you know John ended up going into you know obviously he was a little bit more you know actual graphic type art but mine was more of a um theatrical art so it was but i still had to you know create a portfolio that i had to present and um obviously the you know having those conversations with mr Ergerson was you know i'm sure part of that process but i don't recall 
specifically that process. <clears throat> Did any of you take an art class as an elective? I have a distinct memory of like one semester, my my junior year, like sitting next to to uh, Joey. It was like a table of four. We'd all sit there and we'd get various projects. And I just remember trying to draw a self-portrait and not figuring out at all how to do foreshortening of my arm. Oh, nice. I, I looked so weird in my self-portrait because I'm neither a musician nor an artist in any way, yeah. shape, or form. Well, that was second hour for me. So I did first hour as in orchestra, then second hour in art class. So I spent like almost, and I think senior year I did even more. So I spent like the first half of school just in the, the art wing. Art. <clears throat> and, uh, nice. And do you yeah. remember who the teacher was? I'm My Mr. memory Thompson. was like a, I remember like a young blonde woman. Maybe right. a student teacher or so, because I always had Mr. Thompson the whole time. Yeah, and he, he's who's in the yearbook. That's why I was wondering. Yep. There's two student teachers that are listed, too. I, I don't remember student teachers much, but I don't remember taking an art class at all. I think I think unless you intentionally went after it when you, when you did music, that kind of took care of that responsibility. Right. Same with I yep. never took foreign. Uh, I think I took Spanish my freshman year, and that was it. Yeah. Like, I didn't take any other foreign language at all. I think, Burrow, you were in German. Lance, did you take French? I took, yeah, I took French two years. And Moody, I don't know if you took a foreign language. Sorry, I took French yeah, I two took, do, dopes. Do I, well, I took, what is it? I took Spanish in middle school. Yeah. So when I came in freshman year um, to high school, I was already in Spanish two. Uh, okay. So I ended up. I ended up doing two more years there. So I think I did Spanish three where basically everything is taught in Spanish. And that was the, the one of the classes that I was just like, wow, if I even get a C out of this, I am going to be impressed. I just, yeah. All right. So, so I'm also looking through the book and finding this uh, worst dressed club of teachers. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, Hallberg, Keys, and Vogel. Oh, nice. I'm looking at the, the, the picture right below that. Oh, Mr. Holmberg, who was on the podcast. Too. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Look at there over to the right by his hand. That's, uh, that's you. Hand Long hair, greasy moody. Was that, was, that, was that Jasmine? That's Shirley Ellis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah yep. and I'm on the other page. Burrow. Was that the senior year one? I'm on the left page there. Oh, yeah. there you are. Yep. That's where it paid to have... um. One of your buddies on the yearbook committee, so you could, uh, so you were basically in there all the time. You yeah, check out it. the authors. Isn't this, this the episode? This is the the book where you're you have like 15 pictures of the same angle. Yep. Yeah, you and uh, Corey, Mike. Hey, you know. Yeah. I can't help it. I was that awesome. Right, because <laughs> that's what we're gonna go with. Uh, hey. Actually, the you're the ones looking through the yearbooks. The you still sound a little jealous about that, Jay. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, who's bitter? The picture below Josh Holmberg on that same page is us in in Orlando at that uh, at that high school. Oh, cool. That we talked about the other, the other yep. day. Yep. Yep. So um, anybody got any horror stories they want to share? We were I. Uh, I have one, and it's horrid, but I'll save mine. Does anybody have any horror stories with any particular te teacher where they can rename, they can remain nameless should you choose to do so? 
we'll just use fake names. Well, this is, I guess, fits in the genre of horror. Um, my uh, AP biology class, uh, Judy Harwood, for the anatomy section of it, we uh, she had a uh, partially dissected cat that uh, mm. where the like hind leg was, they had cut the skin and peeled it away so you could see the uh, musculature underneath the skin and label the different muscles and and bones and. Uh, she used it from year to year and kept it in the freezer down there in the biology, uh, <laughs> in the lower part of biology. And our year, she like went and took this, you know, set this, got this bag out of the freezer and plopped down this bag on the long, you know, lab bench and pulled back the bag. And she's like, oh no. And somehow, like, I don't know if there had been a freezer failure or what, but some mold oh, started on this Ooh. retracted section of uh, the, the board cats uh hindquarters so gross I, I i think that meets the definition of horror if not the intent of what you're doing <clears throat> probably uh, still it's a memorable thing uh it's like i mean in terms of memorable i remember vogel's uh uh uh, uh physics class uh a couple of rants um uh, lance you were in that class with me weren't you were we in that? I know Tucker and I were in it. Underhill, Diana Nordland, Dan Jacobs. Uh, I remember making some comment about Diana. <laughs> well, he always was like, uh, we would be taking a test, and uh, when when Vogel was done rubbing his sambas with leather food, um, uh, he'd be in the middle. He'd be taking the test while we were taking it, so that he could come up with the the, uh, the, right the answer. answer key. And in the middle of the test, he'd be like, Nordland. Get up here! <laughs> there it is. What'd you get for seven? How did you do that? <laughs> and uh, can you show your work, please? She would be explaining it to him. Uh, I remember Dan Jacobs coming into that same class after gym class, and Vogel without missing a beat. Jacobs, what are you wearing? Oh, debut. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there was a lot of those things. I remember distinctly two, three projects. One was we had time uh, and get the rate of speed of his car when he was driving between two cones on Michigan Avenue there outside of the elementary school. Yep. And I felt really smart that day because everybody got it wrong except for me because no one at the very end converted to miles per hour. So they were ah. doing a, a yards per second, whatever it ended up being. I remember doing his, the, uh, what is it? His Beretta? Was that it was his Beretta? Was yes, yes. Or Corsica or Beretta. It was one of the two. <laughs> um, I remember Burrow and I creating a mousetrap car. Mm -hmm. uh, and the thing that makes that most memorable is my family was putting on that addition. So the entirety of our kitchen and into what is now the dining room was wide open. So, so Burrow and I would start the car up. And we'd fire this mousetrap car up at the, for those who know my house, which is none of you except the people in this room, right? Uh, <laughs> from the garage door all the way through what ends up being the island in the kitchen all the way back to where they were doing construction. And I remember nice. over and over. But I do remember vividly uh, the egg drop project where we had to design some sort of box. Um, who was his who was his assistant when we were juniors he was a senior it was uh steve um uh help me lance he was a trombone player he was also a wrestler yeah, steve, um, steve uh steve um 
Smith, wasn't it? Wasn't it Steve Smith? Smith? Miller, Jones. It, it, Steve Miller. Yeah, Steve Miller. Steve Miller. No. 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 That's a joker. I got, my, I got my 93 here. I'll go through that real quick. Yeah, there, somebody looking. caught it. Steve Miller, he was in the band. Yeah, yeah. he was a joker. <laughs> uh, it wasn't Steve Miller. So he would have been a sophomore in this year. But I just I, remember I that we we had done so well that they had to climb a ladder and throw the body. Steve Murphy. What? Steve Murphy. Steve Murphy. That's it. Good call. Yep, yeah. Steve Murphy. What a goofball that guy was. Um, yep. What a mustache. We uh, I don't remember anybody in our grade pulling off a mustache. I think maybe Lance. No. Oh. I think Lance had one. Seemed like when I was a senior, like there was oh, a ton well, of freshmen. I, I did not have one. I, I I had I had what you know what would be considered a you know porn stash. Peach fuzz. I tried yeah, to go to my junior I didn't think year. It, was that. it didn't really work. Yeah, I had something like that over um, driver's ed summer because I know I got crap from a couple guys in there. Uh, yeah, you had the yeah. the, the porn stash. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I just remember getting crap from Mark Palomino about it. <laughs> nice. Are you trying to grow a goatee, and I finally said, "No, I did. It's right here." <laughs> and now I uh, I could probably pull one of those off. Right, no, as good as Lance. Saying uh, we we're studying the planets and. And uh, somebody asked him how to spell geosynchronous, and and you know, for Vogel was the varsity soccer coach, and I don't know how he got qualified to teach physics. But he had this deep voice, and he said geosynchronous, G, E, O, synchronous. That's how you spell it. <laughs> and no one questioned it. <laughs> Vogel. Yeah. Didn't he? Did he? Did he go out to East Lansing or move on or leave or something? Yeah, he got uh, in trouble for uh, something, and and so I think he did go to East Lansing. He had what did he get in trouble for? He was um, so it's a long story, but in uh, in a soccer game, when the other team gets a free kick, you line up in a wall to try and defend part of the goal. And in a game, one of the our players flinched. Um, this is after I graduated, so this is, I heard this all second. But one of the players flinched, and so at the next practice, Vogel, our practice was standing in a wall and having, uh, you know, we were supposed to kick the ball at our teammates in the wall to practice not moving when the ball was flying at you. And Vogel didn't think we were doing it or that they were doing it hard enough, so he started kicking and he was missing the wall. So instead of the ten yards, which is the legal distance he started creeping up and from five yards away blasted uh some kid in the gut and i think the parents got upset and followed the complaint hmm. i can happened. see that i mean so that was at the so speaking of teacher i mean that was at a time when the waverly soccer program was doing quite well right i mean you were you on the team that was in that was in the state quarters or semis the state we traveled down to Jackson and played in the state semifinals. I can't remember what class we were in if we were still class A yet. But the A or B. Yeah, but yeah, we we played in the state semifinals and lost in overtime. I remember that my uh, senior year. What? So Onhill wasn't on that team. I remember Onhill Vargas. 
the weird yeah that, you remember that so that that was a yeah that was back at the marching band episode um because him and, and dan tempers would come tempers got this, slackers right slackers. right that that's what i'm gonna go with. i'm gonna go with slackers you're gonna go with slackers all right fair enough um Anybody else have any uh, memories that need to be shared? Something that you uh, you drummed up over these times? Like, Burrow, you had mentioned earlier that there was three teachers you were trying to whittle down to being uh, the one that was most outstanding to you or most memorable. Uh, mm-hmm. Want to share any of those other two with us? Uh, well, Frau Swearinga, who I already talked about. And then um, uh, my junior year math teacher... Um, uh, where was the math faculty at? Jacobs. Uh, no, Mrs. Martin. She was also just, uh, I, I think, went out of her way to kind of push me to try different things. And um, I mean, I have memories of Daryl Mida and I uh, uh, playing rock, paper, scissors and, and uh, you know, slapping each other's wrists in the back of the class when we were done with our homework. And she kind of straightened us out and gave us ex- extra work to challenge us. Daryl Mida. I feel like you guys definitely would have needed straightening out, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't probably, the problem is with, I look at you, bro. I don't see anybody that's uh, misbehaving doesn't come to mind. Sorry. It's a thing. I don't ever have a sense of you not being on the straight and narrow. So are you telling me there's an episode in there of, uh, we'll just call it shit you don't know about me. <laughs> I mean, you still don't know why I left the Grand Ledge School District. I didn't know you were in the Grand Ledge School District. <laughs> My guess Little is because school. your parents moved. Damn it, Moody. <laughs> Logic for the win. <laughs> yeah, because you came in as a freshman, you and Eric. And Eric bailed on us after one year. We still, I, I'm connected with him somewhere on Facebook, but that, that'd be a fun... Deep memory pull to grab that. Um, holy shnikes. Um Lance. I actually do have a yeah. uh, funny story that I did remember. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if you remember this or not. It would have been during a symphonic uh, orchestra concert. I don't remember who did it, but it was somebody in band uh, slipped something on into the state, um, into Miss Veely's stand like in between some of the music. So when she would be like, when she was flipping open the scores, you know, and she was done, you know, she had her back to us and she's, you know, kind of, you know, talking to the crowd. Then she turns around, she flips open the the thing. And right there in her score is hardcore porn. (laughs) I, uh, I'd be willing to place money on who I think that was. Right. And I remember just everybody saw her face because it was just like total shock. Right. And then without skipping a beat, she puts it right up to her chest and just shows everybody in the orchestra. <laughs> they were all just like, oh, my God. Then she just puts it back. Hands up. Go. <clears throat> go. <laughs> oh, man. That's 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 classic. Um. <clears throat> I, I want to, so this is this whole thing is making me want to do an episode just on the school itself and all the the ins and outs and secrets and tricks of the trade and the the infamous back hall between the orchestra area and the band area and um, oh right I don't even exist anymore does it no oh it does it does oh it does okay yeah it does, but it's 
totally different now because I think that's is that the entryway? That's where all the metal detectors now? are. <laughs> no, it was weird because I went back. What was that? Eight or nine years now for the when they did the alumni concert, and it's they totally revamped that because you walk into yeah, I think that that um, hallway between the what you're saying the the orchestra and the band room is like the main hall there now because the other door that you would have normally gone into opens up right into the orchestra room because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they moved everything over that way and then the actual what i considered the orchestra room got turned back into the workshop area for behind the uh, like the tech area for um the theater the theater yeah okay yeah man Man, yeah, we didn't have a tech area. We didn't have a tech area when right. we were, and, you know, so it was because we were always like, oh, we could use that that space between the uh, theater and the orchestra room. Did any of <clears> you guys <throat> take any uh, industrial arts or shop classes in high school? I don't remember. Rem- no. Because there was that magical uh, place across from the high school, across from the uh, um, band room. There was like, band. yeah, right. there was like a garage. That was, that was where the drafting classes were because I, I took yep. drafting a couple times, <clears throat> um, and God, I forgot who the drafting drafter class was taught by. I didn't even but, know there um, was a drafting it, class. Yeah, I mean, I remember industrial arts in middle school, like like it was yesterday. Wood, oh sure, two plastics. I mean, all the things you got to yep. progress and use certain different tools, but I don't. Mm-hmm. High school, all I remember that that car bay being used for later on was the band trailer. Right. That's where they right. ended up stashing it. I want to say, I think Auto Shop for us was already phased out at that point. Or moved to the No, it moved to LCC, I think, was where the... Did it? Yeah, because I don't think that tech center was done, was done yet at, um, when we were seniors. Well, yeah, the career, the career that... center, the career center was there. Oh, was it? Okay. There were many, we got a tour of it one time, and I'm like, <laughs> so this is where the people that think they're going to be car maintenance guys, or at the time beauticians go, or electricians. Um, Those mechanics are probably making mad bank right now. Yeah, stuck with it. They probably have boats yeah. and second houses and places on lakes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So, gentlemen, this was fun. This is yet mm-hmm. another tra- trip down memory lane. Burl, we're so glad you could join us on this adventure. Um, I'm glad I could jump in, too. I, I'm going to call it. We're going to do a grab bag next week. So if you haven't, all right, we're going to – I got some <coughs> stuff I want to uh, put out there. And so we're going we're gonna to do a grab bag episode if everybody's in. So, uh, Burl, if you can join us, great. If you can't, we understand. But thank you for being here tonight. Lance, John, as always, appreciate it. Uh, yeah, thanks, absolutely. Thanks, everybody, listening to 40-ish, episode 17 on Teachers of Waverly. And we will see you in the next one. <laughs>